Hey, good people, it's your girl D coming at you with another episode. Like, thank you guys for coming back. I know I've been gone, you know, I know it's kind of awkward because I got my select few that like to listen, but oh well, I do this for me, and that's that. So, anyway, so the reason why I've been gone, I've been dealing with work, and I'm a nurse manager, and I've been dealing with the a building that's a little difficult because we've been trying to clean things up. So what I'm going to talk about today, being the extroverted introvert that I am, I'm going to talk about dealing with difficult employees because it's right on my brain because I just got home and um, I just want to talk about it because, you know, someone might need to hear this. <laughs> so difficult employees, it's different types. We got the lazy one. You know, they always got one thing in common. They ain't pulling their weight. And that's one of the things I'm dealing with. They always want to talk about how much stuff they like to do. Because they love to talk about what they do and how they doing this and how they doing that. But you're going to always catch them slipping. It's just making sure you stay on top of that. And then you got the overly ambitious one. But it comes a problem because they... uh, they tend to, they're very irritating too. They, they, you know, they want to micromanage their colleagues. These are the ones that want to run things. They want to um, put in their input all the time. And like, uh, for instance, I'm making some changes and they, they want me to not make the change because it don't benefit them. And I'm like, uh, well, no, I'm going to make the change. So overly ambitious ones are the ones hooting and hollering but they'll be fine and also I'm dealing with a dramatic one the little dolly dramas (laughs) they'd be the first one you know why am I doing all the work and why nobody talked about it with us well guess what you the employee you here to work not here to be crying about stuff Get, get get a clock in and do what you're supposed to do you know just come in and do your work. In reality, you know, just do your job. And then you you got that cynical one that's always unhappy, always want to cry, always want to threaten to call corporate or, in my case, call state. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why would you say you're going to call state? Like, why? That's that. What's that? They call that the attacker. You got the attacker, the comet, the deserter, the moonlighter, the limelight seeker, the not my job. It's not my job. We'll clock out and go home. Um, You got the bleeding heart. Like, oh, I'm sacrificing. I'm doing all the work. You got the complainer. You know, it's like they always the attacker. So we got the attacker. They always disagree with what you got to say or what you delegate them to do. They try to undermine you and block the efforts of the group. The comic always entertaining people, laughing at the workplace, but you know they always want to distract you from getting their job done because they want to play around when it's not time to play. The deserter, they always want to mentally or physically leave the team, but then when things get rough where they went, they want to try to come back, which we keep track of those and what I do. The limelight seeker. They want to take credit for work done by others and goes around bragging about how they are crucial to the team. 
Those are the ones talking about, oh, if I'm not at work, things won't get done. Oh, well. One monkey don't stop no circus. Don't stop the show. The moonlighter, well, they treat the job like we ain't nothing. So when we need help, they're like, well, I don't know if I could come. Uh, well, I don't know. I might be able to, you know, come in. Or they be the ones that use the copier machine at the nurse's station for their other job or their home business. Those are the ones. But yeah, those those are the ones I don't I dislike because while you at my while you at the building I'm at, you're gonna be doing your job that you're hired for. Then we got the not my jobber. If it's not in the job description, it's like you pulling teeth asking them to do something else. <laughs> so, and then if if it is something in their job description and they are they and they don't feel like doing it, they act like you asked them to shoot their own parent or stab one of their children in the in the stomach. What? I didn't get hired for that. I'm not doing it. And then you start throwing around that insubordination word. You, you 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 just like stab them in the chest. The not my jobber is it's the one that this oh my goodness, that's the one that grinds my gears, like Peter Griffin would say on uh, Family Guy. That's that's the one that, that I wanna just punch in the throat. The not my jobber. Like for real, we gonna say it's not my job. Well, guess what's in my job? Telling you to clock out and take your ass home. That's my job description making sure everybody else is taken care of. How about you clock out? You look real good at home talking about what you, what you ain't gonna do. You just take your ass home. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Okay, so the bleeding heart. These are the people who give up their lives for the company. I'm sacrificing. I receive nothing in return and everybody's gonna know about it. I picked up all the extra hours because without me, this ain't gonna work without me. I don't have no life outside of here and I'm giving my all. First of all, thank you. Second of all, you ain't gotta do all that. <laughs> we appreciate you, thank you. Then we have the complainer. They wanna moan and complain about everything. And I remember, I think I talked about silent quitting and all that. The complainer, I, I, I understand the silent quitter. They just come in and just do what they do. And then when they find a, another job and they gone about their business, at least the complainer complains and you kind of know that one day they're going to leave. Now, I do say the complainer, I could deal with them because I've raised three boys and I, I could tune out the complainer <laughs> being a mom. <laughs> So this complainer like to moan and complain about everything. But you know what? Sometimes the complainer will do their work. But then again, the complainer is dangerous because their negativity will mess with your new people who are full of life and want to work. But the thing, though, there is a lot of types of challenging employees. But I've learned over the years of being a nurse manager and, you know, any other type of manager out there if when you're listening to this podcast you got to expect all kinds of difficult behaviors because as humans we're all different so but the thing is we got to listen and be mindful and deal with these things as they happen so 
as we're dealing with these type of people, we need to think about it. Like, why is this person complaining? Are we really asking them uh, too much to do? And then what I like to do is I like to go on that handy dandy uh, employee handbook. If you're gonna, if you're a new, uh, like oh, I tell my new nurse managers that work under me, I tell them keep your handbook at work. Do not take it home. Keep it at work. So when someone starts complaining or coming to you whining, look it up in the handbook. Have a job description of anybody under you. So when they get to complaining or trying to be all in the limelight or anything you'll have it there and you may have to remind them like you know what that is your job and you're going to do your job or you're going to go home and look good at home because I know COVID ruined a lot of it because in nursing we accepted some disrespect and some laziness and some just all out craziness because a lot of people died and a lot of people just didn't want to work or were too sick to work. And then those sorry employees we put up with because we didn't have nobody to work. And I even took a stint at the hospital. I left long-term care to go work at the hospital because I got burnt out. And it's like, yo, I'm back in long-term care. And it's like, some of these people are still hanging on that suck and i ain't scared to let them go because i worked with the bare minimum before i dipped out and went to the hospital so you could try me i'll let you go home you'll look good on the couch talking about dang i should have let <laughs> i should have just listened to miss d <laughs> and i could have just been at work making some money taking care of people Instead of trying to be the not my jobber and the complainer, I could have just did what I was supposed to do. But you know what? I'm Miss D for Mismatch Socks, and y'all had to get this off my chest. <laughs> and, you know, I'm an extroverted introvert, and I feel like getting it off my chest. I can't hold it in no more. So I'm, uh, I hope you enjoyed it, this podcast. And if you got any questions or anything, hit me up on mismatchsockspodcast at gmail.com. And if you know me, hit me up. All right. Peace.